Welcome everyone to episode 27. I'm Birder Snurt and with me is Barter Snar. Uh, wow. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Pleasure to be here. Yep. Bump and Dump is sick today. Actually, okay. I <laughs> <laughs> I'm Dean DeFalco and with me is Evan Goldstein. Dan is sick today and uh, we're going to soldier on without him. Uh, we got some books really, to talk about. I really want the name of the show to be Bump and Dump. Why can't it be Bump and... Bro, we, we do this show. It's our show. We're going to call Bump and Dump. That's the name <laughs> nice. of the show now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Won't make any sense, but it's okay. I mean, Fashum didn't make much sense either. Well, it took, it took a while for people to realize why it was titled Fashum, but now at least it's within the first, like, 30 seconds of the title of the episode, so... Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Anywho. All right. Well, we got some books. Uh, I guess I'll, I'll start it off today. Cool, cool. Um, so I, I read two books. I read Batman Endgame, or I'm sorry, Detective Comics Endgame. Let's not get that uh, confused. And we, I also read Howard the Duck. And uh, I guess I'll start with Howard the Duck, because that was a really, really cool book, and I, I didn't know what to expect out of it. Um, Howard the Duck is sort of a, I guess, a spoofy type of book. It's not really all that serious, and I didn't expect it to be. I mean, do you really want Howard the Duck to be that serious? <laughs> it's, I don't know if they can actually make Howard the Duck that serious. Like, it's physically impossible. Like, it's like, uh, what's that alien dude? The, that used to, he used to do the reporting on the News 52 in the back of the books. Oh, God, I know you, I, I can't remember. <laughs> Ambush Bug. Ambush bug, that was his name? Yes. What a terrible name. <laughs> Horrible name. Anywho. Uh yeah, I mean uh, this this book was done by let me let me get some names here. I just want to I want to be a <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw the cover and they they don't, they don't look easy. <laughs> I'm going to go with Chip and Joe. Are, are those really their names? First, the writer is Chip Zadarsky. Zadarsky. Okay. And that's the writer, and Joe Quiones is the artist. You know what? Good. We're gonna go with that. That <laughs> works. Um, art art was good. Uh, it it led. It it was a pretty solid book. Story was fun. Uh, basically he's he's on a little little mission to clear. Oh God, who, who the fuck is? It's 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 a very odd book. He he starts off in jail, you know. He he's he's fuck. It's it's just such a weird book. It's it's bananas. He he's in like the women's section of the jail because I I think uh, they were afraid to put him with the um the 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 male uh prisoners. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's it's so bananas. He meets uh, some girl while he's in uh that side of the jail. Who like sort of understands him because he he's essentially an alien, so you know he's almost to the side of the superheroes where he like no one really gets him, but unfortunately for him, that doesn't do him any good because he's not a superhero. He doesn't have any powers. He's just a detective, so he gets made fun of by the cops. People don't understand him, and he meets this girl who's a tattoo artist who's like, "I get you, bro. It's cool. If you ever need any help on a case, count me in." <laughs> and, and and magic happens. Guess what happens? What happens? She gets uh, pulled into a case with him. I mean, I did see that there was a training montage of some sort. Oh yeah, dude, that was the best <laughs> '80s training montage I've ever seen in my life. It's just a page worth of like silly, stupid things. It even has like a little theme song to sing along to too. It literally says "training montage." Yeah, <laughs> and the uh, song. 
Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I also like that they have a bit of a um, God. What's the word I'm looking for? Rivalry dynamic in this book between She-Hulk and Howard the Duck, and not so much like I'm going to best you in a fight. It's more like this is my office. Stay out of my office, asshole. And he's like, well, screw you, because my office is right down the hall, and I have to walk past you to get there, so I'm going to say whatever the fuck I want, there's not a thing you can do about it. And then she gets kind of mad and starts breaking draws, and she's like, Alicia, come with me, and we're going to talk about stuff in my office. <laughs> okay. it's, it's really fucking, it's, it's just so, such a dopey book. So basically what ends up happening is he's tracking down a lead for a case, and uh, Howard gets way in over his head. Uh, he starts talking to uh, Spider-Man. He's trying to track down Black Cat. And overall, this leads to um, Howard getting abducted by aliens. I gotta say, key part in this book goes to Spider-Man. Because when Spider-Man finally realizes that I should be helping Howard with this and not just kind of shooing him off to someone else, uh, he goes to try and help him. And he's too late. The aliens already abduct him. And he gets to he gets there and he's like, no, 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 Uncle Ben! <laughs> and I was just like, aw, aw. <laughs> okay, we're gonna play this kind of book. All right, it's 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 a funny book. It's not meant to be taken seriously. If you want something lighthearted, Howard the Duck is the way to go, man. It's a cool book. It's right up there with like the Unbeatable Squirrel Girl and like that type of uh, canon for Marvel. Right, like I, you're not gonna get the serious, like hard hitting Howard the Duck that he ever was. Which was I'm, he I'm, ever hard hitting? No, <laughs> absolutely oh, okay. not. I mean, not even in this movie was he hard hitting. Let's ne- let's never speak about that movie. There was a movie. Yeah, there was, and I I'd feel better to forget about. It. Did, was that really like produced or something by George Lucas? Yes, it was. It I what it was a big name. Was it George Lucas? I read like I sh- somewhere. I shall Google it. I shall do the Google. And and while you're doing that, I'm gonna take a pause for a second just to get to the uh, the Uncle Ben part. Okay. It's um, I do like it was one of the, I don't want to call it a comic book movie, but it was a comic book movie, one of the first that came out. So it sort of set the precedence for what we know and love now. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, you know, it was. Just that I think it was a little too ahead of its time because Howard the Duck in that movie wasn't, you know, 3D animated or anything. It was a no, fucking... it, was, it was a dude in a costume. Yeah. And... All right. 1986. Um, directed by Willard Hook. Hook. <laughs> and yes, produced by Gloria Katz and George Lucas. So, yeah. Based on a Marvel comic book of the same name. So, there's that. You know, Lucas didn't do much wrong back then. In fact, he was almost near infallible. But, uh, that one, gotta say. Okay, I don't know if you know this, but it came after American Graffiti, which is, like, up there with the tops of his movie list. Sort of... That's right, the same guy did both American Graffiti... And Howard the Duck. <laughs> the duck. <laughs> All right, n- not to go too much on a movie tangent, but I mean, American Graffiti is like that's a must-have yes. see movie before like you know you die or something. That is like literally top one hundred. 
bucket list type movie, yes. Yeah, you know, but then you go to the other side, and he's like, yeah, I mean, I did that, did Star Wars, did Indiana Jones, and um, Howard, Howard Duck. What was that? (laughs) What? Howard the goddamn duck! (laughs) Oh. Yeah, so, uh, tell you what. 38 million, so. That movie made $38 million? In the box office with a $37 million budget. So, so it made a million hey, bucks. A million bucks in the in in the in the black. So uh, win win. Yeah, partially a success. All right. <laughs> so uh, getting back to the comic, what's cool, or I don't know if it's a cop out. It sort of might seem like a cop out because that's just what Marvel's doing nowadays. Is he's on uh, Howard the Duck is on the spaceship and he's like, well, how the fuck am I gonna get out of here? I'm I'm gonna make it out though because I'm Howard the Duck and I you can't keep me in here. Blah. He says like a weird like quack sound. It's not. It's not like quack. He goes like here or something ridiculous. Hwag. Yeah, that's it. Hwag. And I don't. I've never heard a duck make that sound. So, all right, whatever. It's cool. Um, but he, he while he's saying this, um, someone from the background's like, "I've made it out of here before. I've made it out of any place because I'm the best." And uh, what smart Alec fucking person do you think said that? There he is, tying the whole thing together. It's 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 Rocket Raccoon, oh. and uh, yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. I feel like this could have been this could have been without a uh, Guardian person in it. I, I, I'm sure it could have, but let's let's take a look. We've got uh, Rocket, Spider Man, Black Cat, She Hulk. Am I missing someone? No, nah, I think you hit everyone. Like in one Howard the Duck book. You know, I I read the preview for this beforehand, and it was like, oh, it's going to have a bunch of cameos and stuff. And I thought, like, cameos meant, yeah, they're going to show up for, like, a panel in the background. (laughs) The walk by. (laughs) Yeah. No, this is, like, they're all pretty stuck in this storyline. Like, at at the least, Black Cat. Star-studded cast. (laughs) Yeah, well, like I said, at the least, it's Black Cat, it's She-Hulk, it's Spider-Man and it's Rocket Raccoon. Like, they all have a part in this now. So I don't know what's going to happen in the second one, but I feel like they need to slim this down a little bit. <laughs> Just this a little. A tiny bit, because now you're going off in four different directions. I mean, She-Hulk's part isn't really necessary to the book, and they could, you know, leave her out, because really it's just they're sharing an office space together. So whatever, you know, I could see that kind of sort of coming in and out. However, Spider-Man and Black Cat were the main part of the storyline, and I'm assuming Rocket Raccoon has a big lead-in on this book, so I don't know what's going to happen, and I don't know if I want to know what's going to happen. But like I said, if if you want something funny, it's worth the money. It was it was cheesy. Again, that whole training montage thing, that was worth the $3.99 by itself. <laughs> I got a really good giggle out of that. Um, Good. Yeah, so, yeah, Rocket Rod. Not Rocket Raccoon. Fuck Rocket Raccoon. Uh, Howard the Duck, definitely worth a pick up if you want something funny and cheesy and light to uh, laugh along with. The other book I uh, I read wasn't uh, cheesy at all and wasn't funny. It was dark. And it was Detective Comics. <laughs> and, brooding. and brooding. And brooding. <laughs> Just like normal Batman. Yeah, Except yeah. this book didn't have Batman in it. No, but it had every other Bat character in it. Yeah, it did. Batwoman showed up. I believe it was Red Robin, right? Not Robin? I think everybody, no, like they show up at least in visual. Okay, like you may, they may not speak. Yeah, I, I think I think Batwoman and Robin spoke, and then that was it. 
and then they they stuck them with who, who the fuck is that other person that like? Oh, uh, hold on, I it was it was new to me. Um, um, spoiler. I I think that's her name. I I it's I don't know because the character like the one of the side characters in the background. She's like spoiler too, so amazing. So I don't know if she's like, hey, spoilers. There's another character here that you should know, or this person's name is spoiler. No, nah, Detective, Detective Comics isn't that you know highbrow for them okay. to do something like that. I'm pretty sure the the chick's name was Spoiler, which I'm assuming is a Batwoman, uh, hero or or sidekick or something. Because I was like, who the fuck is Spoiler? Is that like yeah. Jubilee or something? I don't. <laughs> what what, you, what, you, what is this? Well, yeah, it. it she showed up. And they, yeah, you know, is that, which Robin is that? I. How many Robins are there now? um, I haven't been keeping up. Well, I mean, if you're talking about Robins that could still be Robin, it would be Damien and Tim. Okay. Pass. If we're talking about all the Robins that are alive, there's Dick, there's Jason, there's... Well, but Dick is Nightwing. Right, Jason's Jason's Red Red. Hood. And I think I saw them. There's a big fighty picture. Yeah, and then there's Tim Drake, who's Red Robin. So then it's, I'm going to go with Red Robin. That was Red Robin. Okay, yeah, because he looked a little too old to be Damien, and Damien's sort of like Superman right now, so I don't know why they put him into the book. that's true. So, yep, okay. All right, now that we're on the same... Yeah, I, yeah. List. So I, I mean, <laughs> the story just is—is is, it's sort of a sidestep to the main Batman Endgame book that Snyder's writing, which is cool because Joker releases this ginormous like gas bomb, blows up, takes out most of the city, turns them into like Joker zombies, I guess you call it, that are just like renegade people that are hyper aggressive, just want to hurt people who aren't infected and whatnot and it's it's sort of scary because it's like a zombie infection except these people can go back to normal just no one knows they how all look so very very happy the, yes well i'm i'm assuming that's why they did, had the joker do this and not uh what's his face uh scarecrow which i'm sure they could have done too either way it would have been pretty good they probably should have done it with scarecrow because i mean how many fucking joker storylines are we gonna have within a year or as men, the last as many years. as that they can sell. Yes, as many as they could put into one fucking thing. <laughs> right. I haven't really read the uh, the main storyline, but I mean, this was a cool book. It was a nice sidestep, um, and it shows that you can have a detective comics book without Batman. I don't know for how long, because while it was interesting, it wasn't like blow my mind. This is awesome. Interesting. It was like all right, you know, cool. Kid's a hacker. He's sort of a genius. Uh, his mom is a stripper. I think that's where they were going. Yes. And he's trying to rescue her from the strip club she works at because she barricaded herself in against all the people outside. So she's uninfected. So they go to save her, and a bunch of shit happens along the way. They end up uh, almost getting like annihilated at one point, and that's when they run into Batwoman, Robin, all well, of them. Batwoman literally runs into him. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> and I, I forget, like, one of the guys is like, oh, my God, she's so pretty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, the book was pretty well-paced, too. Yeah, so, yeah, like, it was. I didn't, get, I didn't get bored. Like, I've never seen these characters before, so I didn't get bored of them within the single issue. It, which... it, it wasn't a bad book, but it it's certainly misadvertised by putting like any sort of Joker annotations on the cover. I, uh, to me, anyway, like they should have put the kids on the cover or something, or like had them fighting with Batwoman. Because I was I 
like I said, I picked this up not reading really any of the Batman stuff just because I'm so behind on Batman and I'm trying to catch up on other things right now. Um, and I was like, oh, you know, this might be cool because it was, it, it was a, I guess, a one-shot or like a, a mini-series yeah. that they're doing. No, it's a one-shot. It's a one-shot? Okay. So it, it was it was interesting, but, uh, you know, it's only going to really keep you grounded in this universe if you read the other Bat stuff because this is happening in Gotham City with all these characters that are really fighting against this 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 Joker plague, I'm gonna call it, and you know, um, unless you're reading that stuff, you're gonna be like, ah, well, that was all right, I guess, you know, whatever. It's four it's, bucks. It definitely, it's definitely a filler story. I don't know why they would do a one shot filler story. Um, I was dragged in by the cover because the cover looks badass. The cover did look cool, and that's that's what got me. I saw it, and I was like, "This this looks neat. Like, what is this?" And then I opened it up, and it's like, "Yeah, we're gonna save my mom." I was <laughs> Who's like, a stripper? Uh, yeah, and yeah. I, I, I was like, "I don't I don't know you. I don't know your mom, kid. I don't know any of these kids who you just randomly fucking met. Uh, the only people I do know are in there for like half a frame, so right. and sort of blurry because they're moving. Yeah, so like, <laughs> all right, I get it. You know, you guys want to do something different." This was almost like in the vein of that that millionaires book that they were doing with like all the unknown kids right. that were like fucking trying to be superheroes or whatever. Mm. I I didn't like that book, and like <laughs> I said, th- this was this was okay. It's like I'm sure it would have had more of effect if I read the Batman storyline that's going on right now. So, like I said, if you want to pick it up. Make sure you're reading the Batman stuff. It'll make a lot more sense, and it'll probably be a cool side note that you can, you know, remember for, like, when you're telling, oh, you know, Batman Endgame was cool, and they had this really cool side story to it that was from the perspective of a kid and this uh, city that's wreaking havoc right now. Right. If you say it like that, that that makes sense. That's, That's cool. But, you know, if you're like, yeah, read this story that has nothing to do with Batman or Joker or really anyone. So enjoy. But we, got, but we do have a mom stripper. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. So yeah, like I said, read it if you're reading Batman. It's good that way. So uh, yeah, Evan, what yes. do you got? All right. Um, I picked up. I haven't read a Spawn book in what is it like 250 issues or so now. So I haven't read a Spawn book in um since issue one. Two hundred and forty. <laughs> Issues. I gotcha. Um, but I saw it was a one shot. Spawn Resurrection. I mean, you have to. Spawn is like the. He's a a looks, like he 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 draws you in by his appearance. And on the cover itself, Spawn Resurrection, Venom look like you can see his mouth type of thing. It does. It's not a mask anymore. Yeah. And like this bitchin' badass sword. So I was like, all right, I'll check it out. Um, so. A Apparently, I I'm gonna see if I I don't know Spawn backstory. I I can fill you I can fill you in a let, little bit. Let me see if I get this straight by just grabbing bits and pieces of information. Uh, Al Simmons killed himself to get rid of the costume. The costume then joined with a gentleman by the name of Jim. Jim failed in some way, shape, or form, and now. Spawn is in purgatory, and he chose crucifixion as his punishment. 
Pretty and, much. Well, oh, I, I I don't know if if he's in purgatory because. Oh, I know he's in purgatory. Well, no, no, no. I I I don't know if it's because he needs to be or because he wants to be. I'm pretty sure it's because he wants wants to be. To be. Yeah. Yes, it it's very clear that he wants to be there, um, because he doesn't believe in God and doesn't want to go back to hell. So it seems that this was his only choice. But story starts out opening cover or opening page is. Al, tied to a, an X crucifix, not the standard Jesus crucifix, the T, if you will. This is an X, and this dog shows up, and the dog is talking, not via word bubble, but via thought box. So Al is talking to him, and the dog is responding. Now it turns out this is a visual representation of Al Simmons' dog from when he was ten years old. And it turns out the dog is God. Well, we're we're supposed to believe he's God. Uh, it's Al doesn't believe it, and he, he's very skeptical about the whole thing. But I can understand why because <laughs> he's been he's been toyed with for for apparently two hundred and fifty issues by the powers that be. So I can understand him being skeptical. The sto- the backstory. I mean, it, the, there's a whole political strife going on. With and it, it sort of ties into current day political and socio social stuff, and it just seems to be heightened for for comic book reading. Um, and the dog goes on to say, "I, I will no longer refer to it as God. It'll be the dog." Goes to explain how all of this came to be. He created the world, and it was perfect, and it was boring. So he. He erased his memory of how it's all going to end and gave us free will and so on and so forth. And it turns out he shouldn't have done that because it's going to be a great big war. And, you know, the the demons are doing their part to infect the humans. And, yeah. So Al is listening to this whole spiel and he's like, <sighs> in more angry tones, is, I, I don't believe you. Why are you talking to me like this? It doesn't matter. And then the the dog says, well, it does matter because this is what's happening. And it apparently turns out that Wanda, Wanda. has been Wanda has been killed she, in the middle of this whole. I mean, it looks like a a standoff between the police and some, you know, ruffians. She gets caught in the crossfire, if you will. By a gentleman jumping onto her car. She made a wrong turn somewhere. This really crazed looking gentleman jumps onto her car. He's like, what are you with them? Are you working for them? And then seems to throw a Molotov cocktail into her car. Yeah, he firebombs the car. Which is slightly excessive. But, of course, that sends Al into a rage. He's like, you bastard. Why didn't you help her? And he's like, all right, listen. Dog is like, listen, I made a mistake. But you know what? You didn't help her either. So now we both have to do something to make this right. Uh, it turns out that Wanda has chosen to be in the afterlife with her unborn child. Uh, excuse me. Child that she lost during pregnancy. But the demons have stolen that soul and brought it to hell. So in turn, that means Wanda's soul has to go to hell. This is such a convoluted story. Um, so, quick recap. 
Wanda's dead, baby's missing, and in hell, Wanda's going to be with the baby. Al has to now make a choice of what he's going to do, and Dog God is going to help him as best as he can because he vowed that he wouldn't intervene. I'm not seemed... gonna. I'm not gonna lie. Like it makes a lot more sense reading it than right. explaining it. it. It's it's true because like this, it, it's it's tough. It's tough to explain, but I'm trying to like hit all the no, bullet you, points. You're doing good. You're doing good. Um, dog doesn't vowed he wouldn't help, but seems to have been helping out the humanity in spurts, and he is giving Al apparently the power to fix this and that power comes in the shape of a very demonic looking sword and it ends with god dog saying go be powerful go be strong go be spawn now i definitely intrigued um but if if this seems like a sort of retelling or a slight spin on previous Spawn stuff that I've seen. It's always about Al and Wanda. Someone's in peril, usually Wanda, and he's going to save the day. They threw in a little religion here and some political stuff, but it seems to be more of the same. So... It was the art was great. The story flowed. It was definitely an interesting read. I enjoyed it, but it didn't. It didn't make me want to pick up like the continuation of this. And I think it's continuing in the regular run because this is a one shot. Yeah. Uh, it's continuing in what two fifty one? Is that yeah. what they're up to now? Yeah. So I. So. I I don't, I don't know. Like I I actually was like, well, you know what? Al's back. I'm. I think I'm back in. I think I'm good. So that, and. See, and it's shooting for people like you that have that that longing for the Al character as opposed to the Spawn character. It just didn't it didn't do it for me. I mean, I enjoyed it. It's it was worth a read, but it's not it didn't draw me in enough to pick up Spawn two fifty one. Yeah, you know, I I I think it's for those people who are like, you know, after Al took himself out of the game it was like i think they lost a lot of readership after that because it's it's like killing off superman or spider-man or any of those characters and replace it it was like it, the, the closest i could sort of connect it to like the marvel was um when dr octopus took over spider-man spider-man was still there but with a different mindset personality, right. different personality perfect so and of course just like Always, they go back to the money maker and give the people what they want. So, Al's back. And, you know, the the thing is, it wasn't like Spider Man where it was six hundred issues, and it was. I, don't get me wrong, two hundred fifty issues is monumental. That that's a lot for mm-hmm, mm-hmm. any book, but it wasn't to the same extent as Superman or Spider Man or Batman, where you know, all right, maybe a changing of times is in order. I I'm not gonna say Todd McFar. Uh, it's uh. Yes, Todd McFarlane. I was going to say Seth McFarlane. Jeffrey uh, <laughs> McFarlane. Yeah. I, I'm not going to say he jumped the <laughs> gun or anything. But, um, you know, it was it, it might have been a bit rash to replace Al Simmons so quickly. The, well, I don't know if you recall, but in the very beginning, 
Spawn was set on a very strict timeline. He was, right. He he had a certain amount of time that he was on Earth for before, like, you know, time was up. But the thing was, I think that got reset somewhere through. Uh, as soon as the countdown, because it was every time he used his powers, the counter sped up. And once he ran out of that counter, conveniently enough, it didn't matter. Right, but I, I was on, I think, like, issue 40 or 50. 45 when I stopped and it was getting pretty damn low mm-hmm. now I'm I'm pretty sure when I started getting back into comics like four years ago he, he was just getting killed off and they replaced him with the new guy so I mean 250 minus say 48 issues uh, 200 issues give yeah take. you know so I I think something happened with that counter where it it got nixed or whatever. Otherwise, I don't think he would have been around that long. Right, right, right. But they, I, they, I mean, there's tons of side stories to spawn to. There's all that medieval stuff that went on and everything with the, you know, totally other characters. Right, well. right. Uh, just to throw it in there, Paul Jenkins was the writer. Art was done by John Boy. I think they both did a great job. I mean, not, not knocking either one of their capabilities. It just, you know, the standard. Well, I, script didn't draw me in. Enough, yeah, I but mean, both the the characters were both written well, and the art was really good. So. Yeah, I, I don't think it had anything to do with you know. You said you liked the bug. It was mm-hmm. just you don't want to get back into the story, and I understand that. That's that's a totally good reason to <laughs> not want to you know do anything else. It's, it's too much commitment for something you don't know if it's gonna pay off or not. So right, right. No, right. I I get it. You know, there's plenty of other books out there that you could read and. What does Spawn have to give that you haven't read before? So, Absolutely. Nah, I, I get it. And like I said, for uh, most people who think this is going to be something new, probably not. This is going to be more Al Simmons. <laughs> We're going to be disappointed. Yeah, yeah you know, there's going to be some other big bad guy. The only twist I could really foresee is this dog is not God. God. Yeah, yeah, that's you know. that's what I'm calling it. Because, I mean, just for the sheer fact that it's not like the the the, the weapon he gives him if it was godly, it would be it would it would have a different look to me. Like that's like because pe- standardly, like it's obvious things like that. I mean, this is straight out of hell. This this weapon sword, yeah, so, yeah. So uh, I'm feeling it's being used again, which is just well, probably you know, par I, for the course for Spawn. Well, I mean, look at uh, look at Angela. You know, her armament is way more. You know, I, I don't angelic. Nice. Then, I was gonna give you that word, but I, I let you work for it. <laughs> I well, I wanted to use it, but I was like, "Is there another word to use?" Because her name's Angela. No, and it, but it's the truth. It's true. It you there is there's a look to it. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You know, it 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 definitely. And the thing was, they were trying to offset Spawn at that point. I mean, because that was really early on when they did Angela. Was right. I think that was in the first twenty issues they introduced her. Uh, and, t- first ten. Really? Yeah. Wow, was that early? Yep. Um. You know, th- but that's the thing. Like she, she looked more almost like a Valkyrie, like a like a very um. Yes, and you can now see her in the pages of what a Thor book, maybe a Guardians of the Galaxy book, somewhere because she's now in the Marvel universe. Did not to get too far off track, <laughs> but w- what happened when Gaiman won that suit? Did he just sell it off to Marvel, or was he just like you could you could use this for whatever you want? It se- it seems that way. It seems like he's you can use this however you see fit because you know looking at the the story that she has appeared in 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 the marvel universe that's not 
Gaiman-esque writing. That's not Gaiman-esque stories. So, well, I, he he didn't write it, did he? Not at all. Yeah, but I, it's I, I, his character is what no, I'm saying. No, true. Like, yeah, you know I, I, I know he won the suit, but I I after that, like, I was like, how did she get to Marvel now? <laughs> magic. Yeah, yeah, of course, <laughs> always magic. So. But yeah, I I mean, you know, uh, so we we both agree, you know, if if you're not looking to kind of reinvigorate your alboner. You know, don't 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 read it because there's there's not much going on. It's it's literally just setting you up for Al returning, and that's exactly what this is. Because if you jump into Spawn two fifty one, it's already going to be started on some sort of uh, story arc already. This is basically telling you why why he, Al he's back. is back. Yeah. yeah, and I'm sure they're going to recap it just that in not as great a detail as they did in this one shot. So. And it, you know the co- the cover was really really cool and the story wasn't bad so you know like if no, you're if you're a Spawn was... fan and you're ready to get back in I, this could be the book absolutely absolutely so my second book for this week okay the Amazing Spider Man special Inhuman you see what they did there uh, yeah. Error Part One of Three now I don't uh, Marvel. They're they're doing something with the Inhumans to make them way more important than they've ever been, which is, you know, movies and all that conflict going on. I get it, okay? They're showing up everywhere. They're, They're big and important. But what this book does, which I love, is Peter was the star of this book the entire time. And when I say Peter, it's Peter, Spider-Man. The whole book starts with the, 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 the issue opens with Peter Parker dealing with his insecurities about women. And he's in a coffee shop. He's like, dude, you can do this. Go talk to her and say hello. And then he plays it out in his head. What's going to happen? Hi, I'm Spider-Man. I'd love to ask you to dinner. She's like, oh, marry me immediately. Or he could play it like, hi, I'm Peter. I'd love to ask you to dinner. I'm just going to come up with an excuse to abandon you at the last second. and the response from the woman, what a completely normal person to enter a relationship into with. It was back and forth. It was funny. Like, most most Spider-Man books have quips, have funny moments. The, I was, like, giggling or chuckling the entire issue, which made me feel good about reading a Spider-Man book. It wasn't dark, dreary, heavy, like you got with the, you know, the previous incarnation of superior spider-man they went full tilt when peter came back that you know he's going to make a difference and fact of the matter is it's just the same guy it's peter who does have conversations with breakfast burritos and really is never 100 percent sure what's going on because um this floating island shows up above manhattan and these bird monsters come out of it and i say bird monsters because that's exactly how Peter describes them, bird monsters, and he's fighting them. He's being overwhelmed, and all of a sudden, Medusa from the Inhuman shows up, saves him. I mean, quip, 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 all over the place. There was one cool little moment where he's fighting, and all of a sudden, there's, like, New Yorkers all over the place, and he's like, dude, shouldn't you be running in terror? And she's like, he's like, this is New York. This happens every other week. We're good. And the little kid's like, I love you. I want to take a picture, Blade. And he's like, Blade? I'm not Blade. Where did you get Blade from? So it, it it's lighthearted throughout the entire thing whilst all of this horrific violence is going on. Um, 
like I said, Medusa comes in, saves him. Turns out that the reason these monsters are terrorizing Manhattan is not so much because it's Manhattan. It's because of the inhuman island, New Atlantean. Oh, wait, Attilian? Attilian. Attilian. Yeah. Is in is in the harbor. It's in the, it's 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 right it's like just adjacent to the Statue of Liberty. So they're apparently attacking that island and Manhattan just happens to be in the wake of the fighting. Uh there's a cute little scene where she's like he's he's smitten with Medusa big time. And she's like, "Will you help us?" And he's like, "Well, I could go home, maybe run some errands, help Aunt May with the laundry, maybe watch a little Netflix, or I could help a beautiful space queen save her kingdom from annihilation through the power of love." Black Bolt's not gonna like that, bro. No, no. And his little mind's like, "You are so much cooler than Wolverine." What? <laughs> like these are the things. Like there's a whole new set of Inhumans, and. Like, they're not really sure of themselves. They're apparently brand new to the whole Inhumans gig. And, like, like Spider-Man swings in with, you know, Medusa and her, I guess, more advanced Inhumans or the ones that have been around longer. And he's literally running around introducing himself to the new Inhumans. He's, like, getting their names. He's making fun of the fact that, you know, this is your code name. Why would you do that? You could pick something cool like, you know, Granite or Rock Slide and you went with Flint but uh, Flint. at the end, he's like, I like it. And then he goes to swing away. And he's like, okay, I've already forgotten all of your names. But welcome to the club. Uh, okay. This this has been my favorite bubble, speech bubble, in all of comic bookdom. Right after he says, I've forgotten all of your names. He goes, have fun. Try not to get too... Wait, hold on. Let me... Let me try not to get body napped by a scroll. Never work with Moon Knight. And I would recommend not dating Daredevil or Cyclops. That's all the advice I have. Awesome. Yes. <laughs> so I was like, oh, that's awesome. That was for me. It should have said for you at the bottom there. But apparently um, the, the, the fighting or the – there's a lot of anger involved with this attack because there's a gentleman who is in charge of all the bird monsters – who feels he's been slighted by the Inhumans because they've only been fighting, and apparently his love ha- was was killed in one of the battles. Wait, so it's not Vulture? It's not. Vo- I mean, he's very Vulture esque. Well, I'm, but I'm, it's not Vulture. I'm just saying because every single one of these beginning story arcs lately has been. Vulture's been getting a lot of motherfucking page time lately, man. <laughs> and and it's funny because there there is a point in the story because this it's just a dude looks like Vulture, talks like Vulture. I mean, it, for all intents and purposes, it could be Vulture, except for the fact he's concentrating on the Inhumans and not Spider Man. Um, there is a point where Peter does go, "Hey, sorry, have we met?" I fight a lot of old men in bird costumes. So it turns out the character's name is Raven. Or I I don't know where Raven comes from. I'm assuming he's got some sort of backstory with the Inhumans. But, of course, he's slighted. He's got to make everything right. i got to kill everybody. You will die. You will die because you killed. Blah, blah, blah. Everybody gets separate or, like, individually stopped except for Peter. And Peter's now grouped together with the new Inhumans, and they're sort of like, t- 
tossed off the island, the floating island. So that means they're falling. And that's, you know, that's where it ends. Like the dun-dun-dun. No spider parachute? Well, no. Well, as of right this second, no. I'm assuming there will be either a spider parachute, a, a full webbing onto some very tall building. You, you know. Spider-Man stand, shit. Yes, yeah, standard fare for Spider-Man shit. Um, apparently, it seems that this book continues in an Inhuman special and then a Captain America book, the all-new Captain America book. So... It's, it's you know, that great big tie-in that Marvel loves to do to get you to buy other books. But I had a fantastic time reading this book. It was so entertaining. I mean, it's not going to win any Pulitzer Prizes, if you, <laughs> it, but it was very, very fun, very entertaining. The art was great. Um, they, like, every, there was a depth to it because of the coloring. Um, Spider-Man was bright and brilliant the entire time. He stood out on the page. Medusa's hair, like, almost looked like it was moving on, on in every panel. So, really good job. Um, all in all, I I I really really enjoyed it, and it was it was a good time. I usually I get kind of disappointed with the one shots or the you know the massive tie-ins, but this didn't disappoint. It was good. It is definitely leading to another story, and I will probably pick up the rest of it to see how this turns out. Sweet. Cool, man. So, uh, Spider-Man. Jeff Loveness was the writer, and Luca Pizzari did the art, and Luca did a fantastic job. Gotta love Luca. Luca, big fan of the show. I Yes. <laughs> thank, thank you, Evan Bain. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Okay. So what do we got? We got, we, got, we got a little extra time left, so <laughs> uh, since Dan's not here, we're going to just pretend like he, he never existed. Beer, and... beer, beer, wrestling, beer, wrestling. There we go. Perfect. Thanks, Dan. <laughs> uh, so we we right before the show started, we're talking about the convergence stuff that's happening with DC and all these costume redos that are going on right now. Nothing gets a geek more angry than a costume change. True. I mean, I'm I don't know if I'm angry at most of them. Uh, <laughs> I, I gotta say, there's one or two that I'm staring at. I'm like, I I don't get it. I why why what was wrong with the old costume? So, uh, let's let's go through just a couple of these real quick. I guess we'll go through the main ones. Uh, Superman is back to his action comics. Um, costume. his teen years. Like, wasn't that what he was rocking in his teen years? Yeah, the the t shirt with the S on it and some jeans. But now he's doing it when he's older. So it's Superman with a midlife crisis. <laughs> Ta da! We figured that one out. Good for us. <laughs> uh, there, there's again, there's nothing wrong with it. I I guess they're just trying to go for a more basic look or something where he's not as um, iconic. Yes, yes. As you know, he was. Maybe he's trying to just be a little bit more incognito with things. But I mean, wearing a gigantic S on your chest doesn't necessarily help things. Either. But did you notice that? Is that S is from um, old school old Superman. school Superman? Yeah, I was pretty pumped about that. Like, which I, I, maybe he's a more down to earth Superman. I don't, I don't know. You know, maybe he's not as jacked and ridiculous as he is right now. Because in the Future's End stuff, he punches Brainiac so hard, Brainiac basically causes a rift in time where you could see every incarnation of him. That's how oh. hard he punches Brainiac. <laughs> Literally punches him so hard, 
You could see him punches how him into stupid. Yes, yes. You could see how he started in like the fifties or sixties. It was ridiculous. That's it was cool. awesome, but it was ridiculous. <laughs> I want to punch right. someone that hard. <laughs> well, probably not going to happen. No. Um, I we're going to save the best for last. We got Wonder Woman. Oh uh, yeah, Wonder, Wonder the, Woman. I liked. I like that redesign. I, man. I'm not 100 percent sure. I'm feeling the 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 spiky things. Oh, the the blades. The blades. I. You know what? Besides that, I like the rest the, of the outfit. Yeah, the the loincloth pants combo thing, shoulder pads. I mean, well, she, uh, battle garb is yeah, what it is. They're and, they're making her a little bit more you know warrior esque rather than like I'm going to wear skimpy stuff and use a lasso. <laughs> a lasso. Yes. Um, we got. I, I'm taking a look at the Flash costume. Standard fare, slightly different coloring. He's still Flash. <laughs> He's Flash. <laughs> you change. definitely pick him out of a lineup. Um, I, I did Green Arrow change. He's wearing more armor. He, okay, that's right. He, right. Yeah, he, it, it just he's not wearing like a hood anymore. It looks almost like you know what it looks like. Um, when Hal Jordan went. Like he had the fucking oh my god what Pal-ra- was pal- pal- Para- pal- parallax parallax stuff going on like he had like the crazy shoulder pads and shit yes. looks like that a little okay. bit um uh, not not terrible again it, this conversion stuff is supposed to take place slightly in the future okay so I could see why they have some costume changes <laughs> but l- let's keep going because we're almost at the g- the best one okay um, um we, got, we, we have Green Lantern yeah which I I read a little bit into this and it seems to make a bit of sense when you know some of the backstory. Um, okay, hit me. He he's the last Green Lantern left. There are no more. He's Spoilers. Yeah. So um <laughs> I'm assuming this gauntlet that he has on and not a ring anymore is the culmination of all his fallen comrades and now okay. he wields the power of everyone, not just himself. Okay. Uh, so uh, We are all- hoping that it is fingerless though. I want it to be a fingerless gauntlet. No, I have a Green Lantern tattoo, and I told Evan outright that if he if it's a fingerless glove, I'm taking a knife and I'm cutting that insignia straight off of my arm. Sell it on eBay for like twenty five hundred bucks, though. All right. Is there anybody else other than the piece de resistance? No. Should I get the drummer already? Okay, go for it. Bat Bunny. Ah, it's so bad. It's so bad. robotic. Bat Bunny. Okay, so I got it. It's it's in the future. You you know maybe Batman gets hurt or something, and he he's in the suit. But we did this once already with uh with Batwing. That was he he was wearing a robot suit, and that looked cool at least. Okay, um, okay. Who who drew original Lobo? Keith Griffin. Keith Griffin. Yes. Yeah. Okay. There was a couple of books where Lobo and Batman appear together mm-hmm. only in those books does the bat ears compete with the robotic bunny ears that are on the side of this helmet that he is wearing yeah it's it's pretty bad man um he's not even black and gray anymore he's blue 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 and white and if someone didn't tell you it was Batman, you would not guess it's Batman. Cause it right, if you, were to, if you were to take the emblem off of his chest, the fact that he's it, what looks to have rocket launchers taped to his shoulders, am I wrong? Does it appear that yeah, way? That, that's what it looks like. I thought Batman was, you know, that anti-gun dude, but rocket launchers don't count as guns, maybe? No, not at all. Well, Why? Maybe? They're, they're okay. just, they're, they're not right. guns. My fault. My bad. I don't know. At first glance, n- no, not for me. 
but I'm gonna I'm not I'm not gonna lie. There is this one image that I found on the interwebs where new T-shirt wearing Superman is facing off to new bunny ears wearing Batman, and he towers over him by like a foot and a half. It is a pretty badass image. It's just if it wasn't Batman. Well, okay. I've heard it's not Bruce Wayne. Okay. So, you know, if going by that thought process, it's a little easier to swallow, but it's still like, you're supposed to be Batman, why? (laughs) So it's that rabbit from the alternate universe? No, don't, don't, no, God, don't say that, please. (laughs) How funny would that be? (laughs) Oh, Jesus. (laughs) You know, I, I... I like the multiversity, and I like it because it's non-canon. I want it to stay non-canon. I don't want to see that fucking <laughs> rabbit come into the regular universe. No. <laughs> don't do it, Grant Morrison. Don't you All fucking All of a sudden, dare. there's a hissing sound. The faceplate opens up, and it's a rabbit. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> we, did, we did make comment that the Batman costume looks like that new, what's that new robot movie? Oh, Chappie. Chappie. It's very reminiscent of Chappie. I think Greg Capullo is probably watching that, and he's like, eh, I like it. Yeah, you know, I'm going to draw this out while I'm watching the movie. <laughs> then he looks down, and he's like, fuck, that's not oh. Batman, but I'm on my deadline. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, no. What have I done? But it, it, it might not be terrible. You know, I, I <laughs> to, to be honest, I think we got to be hopeful and uplifting. Yeah, well, you know what? I, I think we got to wait and see what comes of it before we go and fully you know. judge it. You know, most of these were going by snapshots of how they look. Right, but that's how I judge all of my opinions on. Snapshots? Snapshots. Jump decisions based on snapshots. Well, Come on now. Yeah, that's how, yeah. I'm a comic book fan. That's how I do everything. Correct. Correct. <clears throat> so. <laughs> well, yeah, there, there was that. You know, I guess we'll have to wait and see what everything, you know, looks like. But it, it most of them are little... Easier it's to swallow tweaks. than Batman. It's not, it's not that big a deal. The rest of them ain't no thing, but the Batman one, 180, like a big switcheroo. So. Be ready, because that, <laughs> that is new Batman. That is not some side story. That's what you're getting. Buckle up, folks. <laughs> It'll be a fun ride. <laughs> I Maybe. I, I hope. Oh, good God. Um, besides that, I think we're at the end of the show, so Evan, if you'd be so kind to talk about the wonderful, wonderful event you got coming up. All right. Uh, as you guys know, Garden State Comic Fest, July 25th and 26th, Marstown, New Jersey, Men in Arena, come one, come all. We actually have tickets available online. You just hit us up on uh, Facebook or our website and definitely have links all over the place to get you to that, um... The I, I I tried, but I fell short. Fell short of time. I wanted to come up with a list of announcements that we have re- released for you know the visiting dignitaries of the comic book world. Um, but I promise you, I will have it the next time I'm on. Uh, you know, Greg Hildebrandt is a big one for us, which is huge. Um, Ethan Van Skyver, CP Dubs the Third. Yes, what what? <laughs> I mean, we got a lot of big names, a lot of good stuff happening. Um, for those vendors and artists, I'm pretty sure we're out of artist tables. But de- if you're de- if you're interested, definitely hit us up. We always have a waiting list, and when we start doing the next show, we always go back to that list to hit up the people, let them know that tables are available. 
um vendors i'm uh, pretty sure there's a couple of tables left so if you guys are interested please hit us up and as i said before with customers online ticket sales hit get us there or uh in the relatively localized area we're going to be selling tickets in some uh local comic shops there will be a list on our on our site for where you can pick those up in-house so other than that we're lo- really looking forward to it lots of pl- some we're, we're working on some pretty amazing things just for like the setup for the show stuff that hasn't been seen anywhere um hopefully we'll, i'll be able to announce that stuff here but it's everything is in the works and it's going great so i hope to see everybody there we're gonna have a monster truck rally aren't we what what yeah <laughs> so excited yep. so yeah i mean we're gonna be there the 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 geek aid crew so i mean show up we'll uh we'll high five you we'll sign your books even though you probably don't want us to <laughs> and uh <laughs> we will th- rip them out of your hands and sign them <laughs> not well either we don't have good signatures so you probably don't want us signing them but we're gonna do it anyway yes we're gonna tr- we're gonna be whilst there Trying to do some live podcasting. If we can't get, do it live because the logistics is kind of tough during a convention with, you know, internet service and whatnot, I definitely want us to be doing, uh, you know, updates throughout the day. Um, we're going to be doing live podcasting. We're also going to have uh, a table there so that you can uh, meet us. Come and say hi. In the human flesh. Yeah, it'll the be The costumes great. that we wear. Because we're aliens. Totally. Yeah. What? Yeah, I'm I'm Howard the Duck secretly. <laughs> quack quack. No, you mean quack quack. <laughs> All right, cool. So, uh, yeah, Garden State Comic Fest right around the corner. Uh, July to uh, to twenty twenty fourth and twenty fifth. Twenty fifth and twenty sixth. Twenty fifth and twenty sixth. I was a day early. That's how excited I am. That's I how think excited you are. Yeah. That's, I I think it's three days instead of two. Well, um, hopefully, so, here's yeah. hoping someday. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Uh, we also got a few other things coming up. We will be at South Jersey Geek Fest April 4th. That is in Woodbury Heights at the Woodbury Commons Community Center. I am so uh, proud of you right now for yeah. getting that down. Yeah. Well, I, I had to because uh, we had to rent a, r- a room at a hotel because it's such a far drive. Like oh, it's, that's it's just got sexy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine me in pajamas. <laughs> Jammies. Yeah. It will be a pajama jammy jam. Yeah, it will. It will. Though I won't be wearing pajamas to the uh, show. I'm sorry about that. But I'll be wearing my vest because the vest is the best. <laughs> You're welcome. Um. So, yeah, check that out. It's on our website uh, in the show notes. Or you can go ahead and go to uh, just Google, type in South Jersey Geek Fest. It'll come right up. It's literally the first link. Uh, besides that, we'll also be at Too Many Games doing a panel. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, we're bringing back what we did at the first Garden State Comic Fest that we went to. Uh, we're going to be spending a little cash, grabbing some stuff on the floor, and explaining why our stuff is the best. Remember, Chris almost constructed lice last time, so it this can't... Is, this is very true. I want this to become a thing, like our thing. I, I think it is going to become a thing. Did we have a name for it? Uh, uh, Paper Cuts Paper Hunt. Nice. Yep. Nice. Yep. I like it a lot. I like yeah. it a lot. Yeah, so uh, the the panel name for... Um, too many games is called It's Dangerous to Go Alone Take 20 Bucks Nice Yeah so uh, <laughs> we're, we're really ramping up with these names here We are so damn creative Yeah we're, we're trying we're trying So yeah that'll be fun That is June I want to say that one is the 24th to the 26th So it's literally a month before um, Garden State Comic Fest So I'll tell you what make the circuit 
Hit nice. up uh, hit I up like South Jersey Geek Fest in April. You got a month off in May. Then you got June for too many games, and then you got July for the Garden State Comic Fest. We're we're literally giving you the spots to go to uh, for for the convention circuit. Nice. <laughs> See, we're helpful here. We're, we're trying. We're trying. Uh, besides that, check out our show notes so you can check out all the books that we talked about today. There were definitely a bunch of keepers here, so I don't see why you guys wouldn't check it out. And, I mean, comic books are cheap. They're like three or four bucks a piece. So you can get a literally hour's worth of entertainment for $12. What? I know. It's insane. What? We're basically just giving away entertainment at that point. We're just point. giving away entertainment in verbal form. Yes. They still have to go out and buy the well, books. Oh, yeah, they, they do. I mean, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. That's cool. Thank well, this you. is the free version. They can always pay for the real stuff. Very true. <laughs> anyway, yeah, check out the show notes. Uh, that'll have all the links to the comic books. And we'll also have links to our Facebook, Twitter, all the social stuff, and and link to contact us through email as well. So uh, with that, I think we're all set, right? Yes. All right, so check it back with us next week for some more books. And hopefully Dan will be back with his glorious, glorious Well, it's either that or you're going to be alone. Because I'm not here next week. Toronto. Well, you know what? I think the mighty Randazzo might have to uh, might have to step what? up to the plate. What? Yeah. He shows up when I'm away. I'm upset now. Actually, I, I think he might because if this is Mega Man week coming, oh. yeah. Uh, he, he said he wanted to show up for the last issue of Mega Man. So if that is the case, uh, yes. If that, if that is not a teaser... I don't know what is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, check 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 back with us next week for the mighty Randazzo. <laughs> All right, Dean. Say goodbye. Bye. You, you don't want to say bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>